Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? And as a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. December 15th, we're 10 days away from Christmas, and yes, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast is still putting out episodes for some some ungodly reason we still find <laughs> things to talk about kind of sorta uh sometimes it's a little bit more horror nights related sometimes it's a little bit less obviously there's not much news in december january and a little bit of february but we're uh we're definitely crushing through these off seasons uh we're starting up definitely these these obscure uh off season style episodes where we're just kind of spitballing some random stuff whatever's fitting with the season and obviously the season is christmas so Something we haven't done in a while. Um, I honestly think this was like our very first Christmas year when we first made this podcast about three years ago. We kind of discussed some potential Christmas horror movie houses and how they would translate into Horror Night houses. Um, so we figured we'd revisit that a little bit because time has, you know, there's been some other stuff out there, been some other movies and we have some new fresh thoughts. So it's just myself and Jamie today. Um, But we're going to be talking about some Christmas horror movies that would be kind of cool to see as a house um, or maybe some that won't work at all. So let's just kind of we're just going to kind of spitball some ideas and and go back and forth on that. Um, There's not much as far as like news, obviously, to talk about with Horror Nights. um, But there was one little piece, a little interview that came out this week uh, that we can talk about briefly before we get into everything. Uh, But before we do that, let's get into beers um, I have no idea <laughs> if this beer was purchased in the last year. I have no idea where this thing has been, uh, but it was Christmas related. So I figured I'd crack it open, give it a try and see if it's skunked or not. Um, I'm sure it is, but we'll, we'll, I'll give it a go at it for, for all the people out there. Uh, but it's got a weird name. I don't even know how to pronounce it called like to Reserva from Dustros Brewers, uh, but it's brewed over in Belgium. Uh, the way it's spelled is T S yeah T S J E E S E S. Weird. Um, but it's a winter ale, ten percent ABV. Uh, it's it's supposedly pretty strong. The can art or the bottle art is just like this little creepy elf with glasses on. But again, I have no idea how long this thing has been kicking around in the fridge. It could have been <laughs> one of those beers that was just kind of lost and and pushed into the back and never been too found never never been found again so i think that uh, one has smells... been there for a while <laughs> yeah i mean i'll the give it a sip one? but i <laughs> i'll give it a sip but uh yeah the the scent was not the best uh so i think this one might be this one might be a drain beer but we'll we'll see cuz i it's it smells a little skunky um but i'll give it a swig let's see what we got Um, 
Yeah, it's definitely. Ooh, oh god, yeah, it's skunked. Um, it was. A gross. <laughs> it was um, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I haven't had one of these fresh, so I don't know. Right. If that's what, what it's supposed, supposed to taste, taste like, like or not. Um, it says it has hints of fruit, and I was getting a lot of, um, like I don't want to say plum. There's some some fruit in there that I can taste, like a dark, like a dark cherry fruit or something like that. But it tasted very boozy off the off the rip. But mm. oh, another sip. Yeah, I don't know. I think that one's bad. I might not push it. I might sip on it a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Um, pruny, a little pruny is kind of what it tastes like. Maybe raisiny prunes. almost. It's like a holiday. Yeah, fruit, which I would guess. make sense. Which would make sense for a Christmas beer. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll keep drinking it. Maybe it's just. Maybe I'm just kind of psyching myself out a little bit. Maybe I'm just making myself nervous. But uh, whatever. It's just beer. What's what's the worst thing that could happen? Um. But yeah, are you drinking anything? Did you grab anything from the fridge or no? We're kind of running low. I don't have any fun stuff right now, but I grabbed the uh, the Old Faithful Pineapple High Noon. Can't go wrong. Did the video cut out? Yeah, the old reliable. You're oh, you're jumping in and out a little bit, but we'll, we'll just keep oh, okay, on going. Okay. We'll see what, what, what happens with this. Um all right, let's get into this little interview that I was kind of alluding to. So funny enough, when we were talking about our way too early predictions for 33, we mentioned uh, Art the Clown and Terrifier. We thought that, that would be a fun little thing. We got Terrifier 3 around the corner next October. Um, and it's fitting that we're talking about it again on this episode because when it gets released, it is supposedly a Christmassy style uh, iteration of the Terrifier franchise. Uh but the director, Dam- uh, Damien Leon, was had an interview with Screen Rant, uh, kind of hyping up the Terrifier 3, and they were specifically talking about Universal's Halloween Horror Nights in this. Um, I'm just going to read a little passage from the interview, and it says, During an interview with Screen Rant for Terrifier 2's re-release, Leon was asked his thoughts on further expanding the franchise into other mediums, including the world of haunted house experiences made popular by Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. The creator not only confirmed his quote unquote dream of doing so, but teased that there have quote unquote already been talks of making such a thing happen, um, while also indicating talks of making an Art the Clown video game at some point in the future. Um, His exact quote was, oh, I would love to see it. And that's a dream. I would love to have a house in Halloween Horror Nights. There's already been talks of it over the years, so hopefully that becomes a reality because, like you said, there's just so many cool environments, and now we're adding all these cool characters besides Art the Clown, these other creepy characters that you could really put in there. It could be a really cool experience. Um, And then he goes on to kind of continue talking about uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game and how you can kind of incorporate Terrifier into that realm. Uh, But with all that being said, uh, do we think that this is something that has kind of been talked about recently in regards to Terrifier 3 coming out? Or do you think this was something just kind of in the past where they were sort of kicking the tires on Terrifier before it really, you know, rose to its claim to fame? Do you you think this is current quotes, I guess, is what I'm getting at? That's what I mean. They probably are current quotes, but that's what I was kind of questioning, too, is whether if to when he said that, it's been tossed around and stuff like that. Like if it was amongst himself and like other peers, or if he's actually like talked to someone directly from universal about it, but him talking about it in that sense, I feel like was just vague enough so that you don't really know. So it's kind of hard. 
Yeah, it's like the quote, the the interview was recent, um, but who knows when those quote unquote talks were. Um, right. I'd like to optimistically believe that they were current or, or at least semi-current. We know that they start planning the the next year's event, like pretty much right after opening night. They start kind of game planning for the following year. So th- it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but man, that would be cool. And he is right in that sense that it there are other cool characters, you know, just like a terrifier too. you know, yeah. we get introduced to that little creepy girl. Uh, we get introduced to our new, our new hero of the film. I forget her name. Sienna. The girl with the wings on Sienna. Sienna. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I know that she just signed on. She just signed on for terrifier three. So we'll see her returning as a character, but yeah, there are, I mean, you have that cat and mouse between those two. Um, it would be cool to set up that almost as like your, your uh, Laurie Strode, Michael Myers kind of thing and have that mm-hmm. be, you know, sort of the main main protagonist, main antagonist, stuff like that, and kind of continue that through the series. But I mean, he is right where it is. There are multiples now. You can kind of pull different characters. It doesn't have to be a strictly just art the clown in every at around every single corner. You know, you can kind of mix it up a little bit and mm-hmm. and introduce these characters into that medium and you know, as a fan of horror, uh, I'm sure he's well aware of Horror Nights, so it's not, you know, completely out of out of his knowledge. He, I'm sure he has an idea of what's going on down here in the houses. So I don't know. It's kind of like a little positive spin right there. Maybe we were uh, maybe we were the first people to kind of to talk about that in an actual serious sense by looking at the fact that the the dates are are perfectly lined up for something to happen. Um, like we mentioned, I think on that episode, it's very similar to like with Halloween, how they had the Halloween house, even though the Halloween movie coming out in October was not that same iteration. You know, you can use that name to still draw promotion for it, whether it's Terrifier House and Terrifier 3 is coming out or you can just do an Art the Clown Presents House. You know, it doesn't have to be based off of the IP movie that's coming out in October. Uh, you're not always going to get those exorcist believer houses that actually work <laughs> <laughs> before the movie's released. Um, so interesting. That was, that was really cool that that just kind of happened to that pop out cool. of nowhere while we, while we talked about that and stuff like that. But yeah, so let's get into sort of our main segment again. This might be a little bit of a shorter one. These off season episodes are more just for, uh, for you all crazy HHN fans that still listen to HHN podcasts. Uh, thank you for sticking with us during the off season. I know it's not all the news and all the fun stuff that we come for, but we're here to just kind of chit chat about the same stuff that we love and horror movies are kind of falling in that line. Uh, so let's kind of get this rolling. There's one that you put on. Um, I don't know if you've seen the movie. I know I haven't seen it yet. Um, but without even seeing the movie, we can sort of just know what's going on, essentially. Um, and that would be the mean one because um, we had the mean one slash the Grinch on there. And that was kind of an interesting loophole on how they came out with this movie. Um it was I I think the character's name was uh, Cindy, you know, who instead really? of Cindy Lou, who. Yeah. So that either. was kind of. Yeah. So it's, I know it was like a, a, a very small release. Um, yeah. I believe you can purchase it online. So we'll have to kind of watch that for the season. I watch but it now. <laughs> the, yeah. The way the way they worked around it, I guess, is that parodies are protected in copyright law. So as long as it's sort of a parody. Um, you can kind of, I guess, do what you want, similar to the scary huh. movies, the epic movies. I was movie, just going to say movie. that, yeah. 
stuff like that, I guess you kind of fall into the cracks of the legal system when it comes to copyright in movies. So that's how this one sort of get made. But I mean, just if you're if you're looking at the Grinch, um, <laughs> something that they do own and and operate during their Grinchmas time, that would be something interesting enough. I mean, the mean one itself was just obviously a very dark iteration of the Grinch, where he's literally killing people who celebrate Christmas. Um, and I, I don't I don't think they'd ever <laughs> take Sadly, a property no. that they have <laughs> that they have in the park and twist it up into something horrific. You know, we saw it twisted with um, with dueling dragons this year, but that was like a different a different take. Uh, they're not taking a children's <laughs> IP and, and turning it into this like, you know, monstrosity of blood and gore. Um, but what are some stuff like if they did the mean one or the Grinch? Like, you know, you obviously you pull from the Grinch. What are some stuff mm-hmm. that you would kind of look for in that house? I don't know. Well, I guess we'd have to lean more towards the Grinch. When I put the mean one on there, I was just kind of thinking it as in like a whole, but more so relating to the Grinch. So I think that it would be cool to have the Grinch's lair, of course, that you would walk into. Um, It would be fun to have if you're going based off the Grinch, and I'm talking about the Jim Carrey version movie. I forgot when it came out, but um, yeah, early two thousands, I think, early, or I late nineties. Yeah, I couldn't think of the date, but the post office scene. I think you could do some creepy stuff with that, with the postcards. You could have some of the mail workers in there. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be usable, but have the shoot that they go down. You could do. I'm trying to think of it. We just watched the Grinch the other night too. You could probably do. I mean, just the town hall. Town I was going to say cool. the town center of Whoville would be cool, but I feel like that's so complex that it would be so much to do. But then again, you you say there, that, and they they have a way of making things feel so immersive in such a small space that they could probably do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to see that. Like you said, the mail room would be cool to like mm-hmm. kind of twist that up and have him like. Yeah. I haven't seen the mean one, but like mail out body parts or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just the who's themselves, just the the little masks, even in the daytime when you go to Universal to the Dr. Seuss mm-hmm. land, the little people that are playing the who's are just terrifying. Are weird little crazy. rat noses. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. So like that's it is a fun play to do that. I mean, the makeup mm-hmm. would be super, super cool. Um, I'd love to have like a scene. uh like you mentioned, like up in his lair, but I'd love to have it almost like how we had with Dead Man's Pier with the widow, like far in the corner. I'd love to have something like that where you could see the little Grinch, like mountain top. Yeah. Yeah. Have that like over, you know, over in the distance and, and play with, uh, play with where you're at standing wise and kind of, you can, you can push it in the back to make it look a lot larger than it actually is and just play on the Mm -hmm. eyes. Uh, you know, the, the kills. I, I have to see the movie to know what he'd kill with. But I know. I feel you would like assume it's so it hard. <laughs> I should have taken more notes. I, I think feel he like would. It's so hard to think of stuff off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I think it would definitely be more slasher-ish because if it's the whole anti-Christmas stuff, I don't know if yes. he'd be using Christmas materials. Um, but I feel like the go-to is always, you know, the the candy cane, you know, staff that will kind of mm-hmm. stab through as a spear, uh, something along like along the lines of that, hanging them with Christmas lights, stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's, I mean, that would be a fun, a fun little take. And at least with that one, you get like a definitive bad guy. Like you get a clear cut, cool character villain, Mm -hmm. um, which would be very cool. Um, 
Silent Night, Deadly Night, a little old school slasher. Now this, I feel there's like a little, I've seen there's some more stuff to play enough. with. Yeah. All right. Why don't you take the lead on on Silent Night, Deadly Night? Because it's been a little bit. I mean, the last time I watched it was probably when we did we did a Killer Reviews episode on it, maybe three years ago as well, in our first December as a podcast. <laughs> so why don't you kind of run through that and see where that could work? What what aspects of it? Mm-hmm. Um, there'd be a lot of punishing. <laughs> I feel like this one, since I've seen Punish. it a little bit more recent, it's easier for me to think of a, th- a few like scenes and stuff off the top of my head. But it would be, ideally, you could do a lot of different scenes because it's the, what's it called? The Ira's Toy Store is where he works at. Yes. Yep. I always think it's Eva's or Ira's. I don't want to get it confused. But the Ira's Toy Store, you could do that. You could have the back room scene where he finds... The girl who works at the toy shop, I think, and her boyfriend arguing in the back or having sex or something. And he hangs them with the Christmas lights, I'm pretty sure. So that could be a cool scene that they could be done. Um, the Catholic school orphanage that he like goes the to orphanage and scene, grows yeah. up in. The orphanage, they could have that there with mother. Oh, I can't think of her name. <laughs> but the main oh, nun the, that they the, have there. The nun, yeah. Yeah, the nun that they have there. Oh, it's going to kill me that I can't think of it. But they can have them. The only thing I was thinking of this one is there there wouldn't be as many characters because you would have the main Billy. I'm pretty sure his name is, of course, and terrible with names of people in movies. And then you could have his younger brother. If you could have the younger character of that, (laughs) you could have, oh, I can't think of her name. Like I said, the nun. You could do the Mother toy Superior. Store. Mother Superior. Thank you. I kept wanting to say Your Mother Sister Matron. Margaret. <laughs> yes, you could have <laughs> them too. <laughs> but you could have that. If they were trying to do the whole movie, I feel like it would be kind of cool if you walked in, kind of like how they've done with the woodsy scenes where you're walking through the forest, similar to like Yeti, how they had the exorcist with that wood scene, but you could walk in. They could have the car with the car crash and the Santa Claus stabbing the mom and dad and the kid looking off in the distance in the back watching him do it and then leading into him being in the orphanage working at the toy store and then from there on so you i feel like they could tell the story really well in that they have a lot of different scenes and different settings that they could use from the movie yeah and you could use his whole like killing spree montage you know throughout the town as a, as a lot of good stuff because i exactly. remember he like kind of just broke into people's houses and and again, kind of like we just mentioned with the mean one. That made me think of something too. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I say you have like a definitive bad guy. You got Billy in the Santa suit uh, with the axe, which is a cool little, you know, different, different killing instrument. Uh, you know, you always get the knives and the and the machetes and stuff like that and the chainsaws. But it's the old school axe. It's tried and true. Uh, it, it does its, its it does its job for sure. But I mean. Like you said, I, the toy store is a fun little area that you could use that I don't know if we've, well, we did have a little, it wasn't a toy store, but it was the toy truck and Chucky. Um, yeah. But, you know, to put me into like a demented KB toys style store mm-hmm. would be awesome. Um, you can almost walk through the back room and find the bodies of the victims hanging up mm-hmm. at the lights and stuff like that. But what were you going to say? You kind of got, got caught up thinking- on something. Another cool kill that could be from a scene that they could do kind of like a little room scene, how they've done with Texas Chainsaw and stuff like that, but kind of like a cabin room scene and then have the girl hanging up on the mounted deer antlers, like the mount, the mounted yeah. um, taxidermy. Yeah, 
Yeah, the, <laughs> so the, I think that the that head would on be the a wall. cool one yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. That was mm-hmm. again, like I don't know. I don't think this is ever going to be popular enough for them to actually pull the trigger on There's a Silent a Night Deadly Night. With it though, there is, there is. I just don't know if it's like. It is surprising when they do houses like they did Krampus. Right. Yeah. Well, like they did Chris like Krampus as like a Christmas one and that was popular at the time. But it's like, is it too obscure of a a holiday style movie to just bring up for the event? Like, I I just don't think it would ever happen. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun. I'd like to see it. And, you know, this list is probably full of mostly ones that will not happen like no. the, the i don't think i don't think they're they're dying to get a holiday horror movie this um, is just for fun because mm-hmm. they're not majorly successful films uh most of them are made just as a schlocky you can release it around christmas and it'll make some money or people will at least watch it but this one does have a lot of fun visuals to use and to pull from so i think it would be kind of cool to do that next up on the list is something that has been talked about a lot. It's I feel like it kind of gets rumored a little bit every year and it's just immediately gets shut down. Um, and that would be uh, Joe Dante's Gremlins. This has been talked about like I remember it was pretty heavily rumored like a couple of years ago. Um, this would kind of scratch that itch of like it's a Christmas, you know, horror i guess um it's not super horrific but it does fall in the horror category um but it's also a classic you know it fits in line with like your beetlejuice or something like that it's that older classic ghostbusters yeah it's like not a slasher it's sort of like an every person movie uh very not offensive um but it does have a lot of good moments i mean the characters alone it's a little bit tougher because you're talking with you know whatever they're called spike and gizmo or whatever and they're tiny little mogways or whatever they are but they're small so like you'd have to go with either the puppet route or just a straight up animatronic route um you know the puppets are, are very tough to accomplish when they're small in size you know when you get just look at this year for example right all the chuckies um, the puppeteering on a smaller figure is a lot harder than say the puppeteering of like the lion and Dr. Oddfellows. Cause in the lion, you can like hide behind it, hide in, in it and push it around and move it. And you don't see anything, but with the Chucky puppets, it's like, they're so small. You're going to kind of see the person that's controlling it at, at some point, um, for better or for worse. It's just, just physics. It's just how it's going to work. You can't make that person invisible. So you'd have to find like a real, fun way to intertwine these at least these characters don't really like talk so you don't have to worry about that part of it um but gremlins has a lot a lot of stuff and if there was something from this list that i would say like has a chance it would be gremlins i think so too that like initial hatching scene would be so cool you know the night where they kind of just go crazy when they start just overbreeding and taking over the town uh, would be fun. You get that little bar scene. You can have the scene in the off or oh, I think the office was in the second movie. I confuse the two a lot, but it's just there's a lot of classic stuff that you could play with because they do have a lot of cool stuff with the. Um, I remember they like strung the dog up with like Christmas lights and it's just kind of stuck on the porch. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These little bastards. They're, they're I haven't tricky. seen uh, Gremlins all the way through in a long time. I got to rewatch it. 
it's definitely like a little bit of a comedy. It, it would almost be a mix between like that Ghostbusters and that killer clown style house. I figured, um, which is fine. You can have. Yeah, you can have the gremlins outside because they were like caroling at one point. You could have a scene <laughs> with them with like their earmuffs on and like holding up the little books. You know, they were they're playing poker in one scene. It's it's a whole bunch of absolute ridiculousness that would be super fun. That could be translated into a house. You know, it, every house doesn't have to be scary. Um <laughs> but you can have some fun stuff. I mean, there's one scene too, where they like the old ladies on her, like remote control chair, that kind of her chair lift that goes up and down the stairs and they just fuck with her. And they're just like getting her stuck and moving her fast and everything like that. I, I'd love to see that kind of come to fruition. Cause that would be a fun little scene with that actor on there. But again, it's not as like villain and gore oriented um, as some of the other ones, but I still think, like I said, I think this one might be the most, most popular mm-hmm. um, or most likely to ever actually see the green light in a Horror Nights house. And I know that this is a, a fan favorite of most people, uh, if not all, and it is a fan favorite of the creators of Horror Nights. I know that they love this stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if at one point, one time we, we see this come to fruition. Uh, Jamie, do you want to tackle the next one? Cause I know this is like one of your movies that you really like. I do enjoy Black Christmas, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for it because originally <laughs> when I put this on the list, it wasn't for the original one. It was for the uh, the remake. I think it was the 2000. The yeah, the remake of it. I want to say it was the Six 2006. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'll look it up. But I think this would lend pretty well to a fun, good Horror Nights house in the sense that even though it would only be one setting pretty much, which would be the sorority house, that's okay because they've done plenty of sets I feel like that are only in one kind of scene kind of thing and I talk about because I'd watched this movie when I was younger kind of when it first came out when I was more so getting into horror but was still really creeped out by stuff and I'll never forget the scene where they're kind of showing Agnes's backstory and um or I think it's his sister's name but the backstory of the main character who's the killer and he kills his mom and he cuts out the gingerbread cookies from her back and like bakes them and the cops come back and like find him like sitting at the counter like dipping them like in like the milk and eating them i don't know it was really weird and always stuck with me but that would be a really fun scene i think to have that kitchen scene set up to have the mom laying on the floor someone in the back with the cookie cutter and the fake body the smoke coming out of the oven all the weird body part treats that he made from his other family members and stuff like that (laughs) and um I feel like it would be a little bit easier for character wise because you do have the main guy and um, just the other sorority girls pretty bunch is who it's going to be. And then you have the house mom, I think it was. I haven't seen this one as recent, but I've watched it enough to get a gist of it. But I think there's a lot of good opportunities to do something do i ever think they would probably bring this probably not but it's still fun to think about because i actually enjoy this movie even though a lot of people really don't like the remake but um you could do the kill scene where the girl is in her bedroom and that's one of the first things i think she gets the telephone wire wrapped around her and he kills her you could do i think one of the girls falls out the window from him there's just a bunch of stuff you could do i have you seen the remake of this have you seen this one I if I have, it's been 10 years, 15 years since I saw the remake of this one. It's been yeah. a while since I saw the original, too. So that's why I wanted you to sort of take the lead on this one, because I right. it has been a while. I, I remember the sorority house and that was a big part of it. That's yeah. where it, the majority of it takes place, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what was I feel the like killer? I was just rambling. Like, I feel the... like I was just rambling on. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, what was you got here? What was I'm the main? What was the main bit. killer? Like, was there in a? Was there like a um? A definitive image of this killer? Like, were they special in any way, or was it just like so, a, a person? Essentially, I'm they, was it a black cloak or something? So, yeah, that's a so. Billy was the killer originally, but he had his sister, the little so his parents they lived in the sorority house before is what the premise was, and then all the girls over the sorority house, the parents didn't like Billy because they had the new kid Agnes, his sister. He resented her, blah blah blah. Ended up killing the family, and then the daughter Agnes ends up being the killer all along and was helping Billy out and all this kind of stuff. But I'm looking at it right now and I'm pretty sure it was Agnes who was the killer because she kills them with the shank candy cane towards the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then I think that's the the big reveal is that it's Agnes and it wasn't Billy. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And then looking at it now, there's other scenes. Yeah. This is the one I was talking about in the room where he, puts the bag over her head in the bedroom and it's like snowing outside that could be a really cool scene that could be done yeah this is actually a pretty weird movie i'm surprised that (laughs) then again i kind of feel like i like movies that not many people like too much (laughs) so it's probably why i didn't get the best ratings but i thought it was pretty good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it would have a fun setting but when you're holding it up into comparison at least to the the previous three that we've talked about I think those ones are other are like pretty distinctive with that. You know, Silent Night, Deadly mm-hmm. Night's got the 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 character, the setting, the the murder weapon. Same thing with like the mean one or the Grinch, and then Gremlins is definitely its own thing. This one is definitely more of just kind of like a blanket thriller ish, murder ish movie that just takes place around Christmas time and some Christmassy kills, but it doesn't tie in super much with like that mm-hmm. the spirit of it. I really um, just put this so one let's in move there on to the tickle my fancy. <laughs> Well, it is a it is a horror Christmas movie, so it I yeah. mean it does line up, but mm-hmm. holding it up to the other ones, it's a little bit trickier to pull off. I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. if like push came to shove and they had to, I'm sure that they could make it happen. But I think there would be other options on the table that would be better suited. For um, sure. The next one, we'll talk about sort of a movie or just a character, um, and that would be Jack Frost. We mentioned we'd watched that last week, um, and this is that weird copyright kind of thing too because it's like it's a character in multiple iterations but from what i could find is the copyright issues are it's pretty much just a character so you just can't if you use a character called jack frost it can't be directly derived from one of the previously established jack frosts so you can't make it look like jack frost from the little christmas animated movies you can't make it like the Jack Frost character from the Jack Frost movie, um, either one of them, you have to differ- uh, differentiate yourself enough. You can still call a character Jack Frost and give him similar backstory, but like physically, you can't just like make it look identical and you can't just take the backstory. So there are ways around it. So if if they wanted to do like a Jack Frost house, they could either base it off of the movie that like really schlocky guy gets hit with acid out of the police car and turns and melts into the snow and turns into the evil snowman. I love it. Or what would be, yeah, what what I think would be a better option would be that if they just straight up did an original Jack Frost house, because they can, if they just change the character's appearance and kind of make their own thing up, they could make a house of Jack Frost and Mm -hmm. 
put their own, you know, HHN spin on it and make it their own original character and do some sort of like haunted Christmas style theme. Um, but what would you prefer? Would you like to see like the Jack Frost movie or would you like to see like an original Jack Frost? Honestly, I wouldn't mind either or because I do like the movie. I think it's really fun. And I think the Jack Frost character image itself from that movie is pretty creepy looking. But I think they could do a lot and make it really cool with doing an original Jack Frost kind of Christmas winter wonderland kind of house. It would be really cool to get a full, like I know a lot of houses are a little bit darker, but you could kind of do that dark kind of Alaska with the snow caps and it would just be nice to see like a bright like winter wonderland house but still in a dark sense that it's scary yeah and I think that this this route would be the best way to accomplish that yes this is like they could have complete freedom I would love to see something like that as well like you know Seamus hates those mannequin scenes but imagine a mannequin scene of snowmen of all snowmen I know it'd be so cool yep. and obviously you could make the temperature really cold in there which would make it more fun yep well very cold you could have it kind of like snow. how they had in Paris you could have it fake snowing a little bit mm-hmm. um, this would be awesome I would love for them to do a Jack Frost style house create their own iteration of Jack Frost you know it's it there's a lot that could be put into the house that was strictly just original concepts. They don't have to steal from any IP or anything like that. When you have a property like Krampus, a lot of the movies or a lot of the scenes were taken from the movie and stuff like, you know, the attic and the toys and all that stuff. But the Jack Frost could play in more of like an outdoorsy style. So you could kind of base your, your, your story or your setting. I don't want to say at like a campground. Cause, but like I would get a lot of the feels <laughs> of like Yeti where like, a lot of the scenes in Yeti were outdoors. Mm -hmm. So you could have a lot of that stuff like going in and out of houses down the back porch, stuff like that. And just having like a whole town being taken over by this Jack Frost character who's, you know, come back to haunt Christmas or or whatever. I was thinking of that or maybe having him kind of like take over like an abandoned like North Pole or like a desolate North Pole. I think that'd be kind of cool too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Jack Frost takes over Christmas, something Mm -hmm. like that. Kills Santa. Mm-hmm. takes over the shop the that elves would be fun because then I you can involve it. the elves mm-hmm. that would be fun yeah um but why don't you talk about the next one because we just recently kind of talked about this on on one of our past shutter sundays oh boy now this other you had mentioned that you could see gremlins probably being the most likely one to be there which i do agree with that but i don't know for some reason i feel like this could be a possibility for a house in the near future maybe and we are talking about it's a wonderful knife which we watched on our recent shutter sundays if you had mentioned i think that this could be really cool i feel like it like you'd mentioned before it has that designated character that you could use the dark angel the demon angel whatever they wanted to call him but just the angel yeah i was gonna say i think it's just the angel but i just really like the character design of it i know me and you have talked about it before but it just looks very like Moon Knight-ish, and I love that costume character from them too. So I think this could be very doable in the sense that was this Blumhouse draw? I know it dropped from no, this was a shutter original. I don't think we've seen it. It's a shutter original. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah, but they released it on no, I think it's only been on Shutter. You're right. I was thinking for some reason it got released on Hulu as well. Well, we've never really seen anything from Shutter, so that would be kind of fun, but I think it would be really cool to have the angel you could do the 
main hall scene. And I think how they would kind of do it, which would be fun, they could do it as a two-part house, kind of like how they did with Freaky and the Black Phone and with the Chucky two-part, but make the first part the town that she was in before before she made her wish and everything went downhill. And then you could kind of change the setting of it to make it the dark, more muted characters. You could have the townspeople dressed in the dressed in like the all gray. Um, you could have, maybe it's just because I like that scene, but you could have the tree scene where he hangs up his brother from the tree as being the angel at the top of the tree. You could do, oh, it's really hard to think of off the top of my head now, but you could kind of have when you're walking through the house up how they did with um, Blood Moon instead of having like the moon and stuff like that, you could kind of make the aurora in the sky. And I don't know, you you go ahead, because I got to think of some things now. Like I said, I feel like I'm rambling on. Well, no, a lot of the stuff you said was good. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff, like when I'm thinking of like what would make a good house, like you got to check the list of like character. And like, yes, this movie has a, a pretty good, strong, prominent main character. That would be good villain. The costuming, like we talked about, is really, really cool. The mask is fun. The design of the whole aesthetic is really fun. I I like your idea of putting it in that Fast and the Furious style area where you could have that part one, part two sort of deal where it's like kind of that split. Um, I would almost try to make it like you were saying, the Aurora Borealis stuff. I would almost take that scene as that midway in between the two houses, like Ah. where that live character was for Checky. Mm -hmm. I would light that whole place up to make it look really trippy and green. So it looks like we're almost kind of walking through the Aurora Borealis and like going into the new dimension. Um, That's how I would sort of transition it. And then, like you said, I would have that first part be really kind of more bright. um, But that would be where the first, you know, the the actual angel strikes, the deaths and, and stuff like that. And then the second half would be much more muted, mm-hmm. um, darker, trying to find the villain. And you could have the whole scene in like the movie theater. You could do stuff like that. Um, again, I don't know how likely I, I don't know why they don't have some sort of partnership with Shudder. Um, I mean, Shudder doesn't really put out like a crazy amount of successful originals. They have a lot of just like other people's property on their streaming service. Um so obviously they wouldn't have to go through Shutter to get most of those. They would have to go through whoever actually owns the rights to those actual individual films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, this would be cool. I think because it's new, uh, we think it's a little bit, you know, pretty relevant. Um, I don't know if it's big enough for them to actually pull the trigger on. I don't know if it is that much enticing. Um, for some reason, I kept thinking it was released on Hulu too. Maybe that's why I was more convinced that it could actually happen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It is. It is. It would be fun to see like a twisted. It's a wonderful life in mm-hmm. live action. That would be fun to kind of walk through. But no, I mean, there's there's a lot of potential there. I think this I mean, this is in the top of the list, I think, of the stuff we're talking about of, of potential. Uh, and like we said, most of these probably not likely, but mm-hmm. it's December. We got to talk about something. <laughs> no. um, next on the list, um, I have Krampus. Now, Krampus, obviously, we've already seen um, as a house. And interestingly enough, it was sort of rumored again this year, but almost as an original iteration. Mm-hmm. Um, I would much rather that. You know, they did the Krampus movie. I loved that house. They did just about everything that I could have asked for in that house from the movie that I loved. So there's really no reason to redo it because if they did, it would just be a rewalk through. You know, it would be the same stuff. I don't necessarily need to see it. Um, you know, would I enjoy it? I guess, you know, I, I would because I loved it, but I don't 
want to really waste a house on something I've already seen. So I would love to see them do an original concept of Krampus, just Mm -hmm. super heavy on that German folklore, super heavy on like the dark, you know, evil goat style Krampus versus like the evil Santa, um, you know, the layer, the actually punishing the children a lot more. Like I just, I want to get to like the nitty gritty of Krampus and versus like the movie one. Cause those are like mm-hmm. two very different things. You know, Krampus movie is one thing, but like old school German folklore Krampus is its own thing. And I'd love to see that, you know, you talked about blood moon, you know, just do that, but almost like a little German village and stuff like that. And the story being told from, you know, old grandma or whatever. That's exactly um, how I was thinking kind of when the scene, when the grandma in Krampus, when they go through like kind of the storybook scene of her telling the story of when she was younger and how they kind of have it set up like that. I think it would be cool to do that, like that old German style village, like kind of not ancient feeling, can't think of the right word, but just like rustic kind of how it was yeah. set up in the colonial style village for Blood Moon with those like dim reds, browns, muted colors. I think I think it'd be really cool to do an original Krampus house. Yeah, And I don't know how many people loved it, but I really liked that little opening facade of uh, Tooth Fairy, where it was almost like storybook style. I love I'd that. love to see. Yeah, I'd love to see something like that. Yes. Where it's like the story of Krampus. So like if you put it in somewhere like Dueling Dragons, where you have that long hallway with the banners, you could have like images of Krampus and you can have like an old timey person telling the story. And you take that corner into like almost like old school, like pop up book style telling of the tale of Krampus. And then you get transported into the layer, essentially bring back the storyteller to tell the story of Krampus for the house. I (laughs) imagine she's German as long as she's German. (laughs) Right. I don't think she is. (laughs) Or or Austrian. Right. Whichever, whichever place wants to take credit for it. Cool little cameo. A little collab. Yeah, <laughs> but that'd be fun. I, I would love yeah. to see something like that. Um, now, the next one, I kind of combined two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know one is something I should you like both, but I don't know if you understood the tie in. But I I was kind of picturing like them. Stealing the story of Nightmare Before Christmas, but telling it through the holidays in hell style. Yes like imagery so if you want you could talk about that because i know you've always been kind of harping on the holidays of hell kind of thing obviously (laughs) nightmare before christmas is disney owned so that's never going to happen but again with the whole copyright thing if you kind of just take bits and pieces you can maybe work around it a little bit um so why don't you kind of discuss that a little bit so it's funny that you mentioned from nightmare before christmas because they do have the scene where they're in the forest and they have all the different doors with the holidays on them and I've unfortunately, as you guys know, have never gotten to see Holidays in Hell myself in Hollywood, but I have watched the walkthroughs of it because I just thought I like watching the walkthroughs from over there. It's nice to see the other houses and to see what they look like, but they have it set up similar to where it's like that. So every time you walk into a different section or a different holiday, you're kind of like walking towards a big wall that has a kind of like mural style picture mural style picture of what holiday is going to be going into the next room and into the next section of the house, which kind of reminded me of A Nightmare Before Christmas, how they have the different doors on the trees in the woods for the different holidays and stuff like that. So I've said it once and I'll say it again. I don't know how we still haven't gotten this as a scare zone or a house because I'm pretty sure Hollywood's had it for the past two years. So maybe this will be the year that they follow suit and we'll finally get an iteration of it because 
I think it would be really fun from when they had the HR Blood and Guts presents the Holidays of Horror that was probably I think I was like 14 or 15 and I was finally like getting more into Horror Nights and not to the point where I was like 11 years old scared and didn't want to go into the houses. But it was a really enjoyable house and I think they did it really cool with the holidays that they picked and having the evil Easter Bunny um, Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day. They had a couple other ones but they also got the mention of it they had the little section for that in scary ohio which i thought was really fun too so i i this is probably <laughs> other i this is the third one okay so okay this is the third most likely one but i think this would be most likely to become either a house <laughs> or a scare zone for horror nights yeah i mean as far in as like original future. stuff because it's already existing they you know they've they've done this before um obviously in hollywood they've sort of touched on it a little bit with you know hr blood and guts mm-hmm. um so there is some sort of holiday theming of horror, uh, which would be interesting to bring back in this sense. And I like the tie in of Nightmare Before Christmas. Obviously, you're not going to do any like Jack or anything like that. But like that idea of stepping into a world of these multiple holidays and you being able to kind of go through one or the other. And I guess it expands past uh, just Christmas at that point. But it would make it would make for a fun time to do something holidays and hell oriented. Mm-hmm. And I and I wouldn't mind it if it stuck mostly with like the Christmassy holidays or whatever and did like, you know, you could do a cool if you want to get everybody involved, you could start with like Thanksgiving and you could do like a Hanukkah style based room. You could do a Christmas style based room and then jump into New Year's and stay in those like major winter holidays almost and, and kind of treat it as such. Uh, but I, I would love to see Holidays in Hell kind of come back. And Nightmare Before Christmas is, is very obviously one of the the more popular of the Christmas style horror ish movies. Uh, it's kind of every horror fans probably first movie they saw as a kid that was like weird and twisted. Uh, so it would be cool to kind of see them spin that a little bit and, and take just enough little pieces mm-hmm. from there to, to be reminiscent of that. Um. But yeah, those are all like little holiday horror movies that we thought would be fun as a house. But what do you do you have anything else other than that? Or these were this was kind of the list I had I was rocking with. I was just going to say for the ones that I was thinking of today, I think you basically got the gist of it. There's no other no other ones that kind of like stick out to me that. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's get into our horror movie of the week. Anything that we've been watching as of late? Um, anything that you've been watching? I was probably going to. Um, actually, I take that back. Now I'll probably talk about the one you're going to talk about. Hmm? Uh, so I've been watching, I've been rewatching Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what season I was eight. Say. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I had watched Walking Dead, and I just, I don't know what, what, what clicked. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I ever finished the stuff with Negan. Like I, I, the Walking Dead, I, I, I go on stretches, right? Like I watched a little bit when it came out, and I was like all in, and then I just forgot about it. And then when Negan came in. I was like, oh, I got to catch up and watch the Negan stuff. So I watched like season three, four, five, six, and then I pretty much finished seven and then I completely stopped. And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and get back into this a little bit because it is good. It is. There's a lot of good stuff in there and there's a lot of stuff that I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, so I finished up seven and I watched all of season eight. So I've kind of finished with the Negan. Well, not really finished with Negan because he's still kicking around, but <laughs> that whole saviors versus the kingdom and Alexandria and stuff like that. So uh, it's not Christmas oriented, but you know, don't forget that it is on Netflix, all 13 or whatever seasons there are this. So <laughs> it is a lot of fun storyline. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of 
dive back in and watch the other seasons because I do want to watch the new stuff. The Dead City looks really cool. Um, and I'm sort of like a completist. I have to watch it in order. Um, I, I don't want to just start watching the new stuff, the new spinoffs without watching the finishing or the actual Walking Dead series. And I'm um, the complete I know that, opposite. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's other characters that have other spinoffs coming. I think Daryl's got a spinoff at some point. I think mm-hmm. Rick is back at some point with Michonne. Um, but yeah, I want to finish the the actual full series first and then jump into that new stuff. So I've been I've been crushing Walking Dead. Um, but yeah, so did you watch anything else other than that or? Oh, we did watch something actually separately, but I'm pretty sure we both watched it and I can't believe we didn't think to mention it. <laughs> we finally watched The Exorcist Believer. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? Okay, I won't spoil no, it. No, so then. why don't you talk about it? No, I don't really care. You can talk about, I mean. Uh, it was really, I don't want to hate on it because I don't like hating on movies. Because I, I usually, you probably will. Yeah, I but will. You know I love hating on movies. It's tough to say, but I, I really, I, I didn't enjoy it. And honestly, I don't think I was influenced by anyone else with all the bad reviews and all that kind of stuff. Because I always give movie chances, even if they're really bad, sometimes I end up liking them. But I feel like it was just very slow paced. I feel like the good scenes in the movie and the good, um, more like, classic exorcist felt scenes weren't really there and when they were there they were just like kind of really quick i thought that the storyline just kind of dragged on and kind of didn't give like a great ending i honestly i I couldn't really get into it so i wasn't really like paying attention as well if i should have but i I just didn't really like it i feel like the house did it a lot of justice maybe i didn't even notice but i feel like in the movie itself the demon characters that were in the house i didn't see them once in the movie so I don't know where they got those characters from because I know it was mentioned once when they were like looking through the book and then they show like one like quick glimpse of it from what I saw. But other than that, I don't remember seeing any of it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fact that I had about 40 minutes left in the movie and I still have yet to go back to finish it should tell you all you have to know about The Exorcist Believer. Yeah. Um, it did not hold my attention at all. It was absolute garbage atrocity towards the actual source material the -hmm. fact that they greenlit this thing for a trilogy is blowing my mind when you took something great like the exorcist and just because it worked with halloween you're gonna try to do a blumhouse trilogy like you know blumhouse does a lot of good stuff um but what i think they do best is their own original concepts and and their own original concepts that's a pretty loose term because Mm -hmm. a lot of their stuff you know like freaky they're just taking freaky friday and making it horror version um, same thing with that they're doing with this new teddy bear movie. It's pretty much Ted, but a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like they're just taking movies and making them horror oriented. Um, and that's fine. They do fine in those in that sense. But, you know, I, I feel like the Halloween trilogy was fine. The, the newest one, like the 18 was good. Um, and I didn't mind the other ones. But Exorcist Believer was just just not good at all. Um I hated the tie-in with Chris. Um, I thought that her character was so important to the series, but the fact that she's like coming to help this exorcist and she wrote a whole book on like all the ideologies of of exorcisms. It's like, you weren't there. You didn't do the exorcist. Like you weren't in the room. It's like, she's like, Oh, I've been through this before. And they're like, were you there? She's like, no, no, no. I mean, I I was downstairs, but I I was like, she has, 
zero purpose. The only reason she's in the movie is for, you know, star for, you know, the name, the star, the star fame of it. Um, I don't know. It just all the reserves, all all the bad reviews are completely deserved. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll have to admit, though, the the girls, the young girls in this movie, Angela and Catherine, were actually pretty good actors. I think they played the role better than some of the other characters in the movie. And I think the makeup, the makeup looked pretty good, too. Yeah, they were fine. Like mm-hmm. it was the good parts of this were OK. Like that's how good it is. It was right. just OK. Um, but no, I mean, it's on Peacock. So if you want to give it a watch, I, I was kind of jonesing for some like horror nights, you know, reminiscence. So I was like, you know what? I'll pop it on. I want to hear that title. Let's see what this thing's all about. Um, I didn't have high hopes going in and my hopes were mm-hmm. completely you know, smash down into more. I don't know. It was just a bad movie overall. I, I did not like it. Um, I hope that they cancel these next two and just kind of wash their hands of it and walk away. I don't I don't know. I didn't see the ending, so I can't tell you if it if it leans into more to come. Um, but I hope that they nip it in the butt and just kind of walk away and, and call, you know, just call it. It's it time to call into, it on The Exorcist. It leaned into more to come. Kind of. Uh, of course it did. Oh, of course it did. I didn't. I was gonna um, say I didn't want to spoil it, but the, the ending was the worst part. It was. It was very predictable. I hate when endings are predictable, and it was terribly predictable. And I feel like yeah. the the demon itself in this movie. I don't know. Maybe it's because I saw The Exorcist for the first time when I was really really young. So Pazuzu was really scary. But I feel like the demon just like wasn't as like nasty or like vile as like mean as like a demon should be in like The Exorcist movies. Like that like banter. Yeah, no. I don't know. Just wasn't there. Like how it was in the first, the original. No. So you know. It's it's a movie that you could absolutely miss and be perfectly okay with. If the you walk through the better. house, I say, if you walk through the house, don't ruin your memories of it with this no. movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we got for you. Um, we may or may not be back next week. Uh, once we get into that like real Christmas season, we get a little bit busier, oh God, so it's, it's a little bit Christmas. tougher. Yeah, we, and Crazy. next week's the 20, 20 something, like the yeah. six, I think. So we may be back um, or we may be on a little week or two hiatus just to spend time with the family and stuff like that. But um, if we can get back on, we will. Um, stuff that we will keep up with will be our Shutter Sundays. So mm-hmm. um, if you haven't caught up on those, we just uh, reviewed P2 last week. Um, if you want to hear our thoughts, um, if you want to see Jamie get very mad at me, uh, go to our YouTube channel and you can watch <laughs> our review on P2. Um, I'm not sure what we're getting ourselves into uh, this week, but again, YouTube every Sunday, we're going to be putting it out a little 10, 15 minute review of a random shutter movie. The month of December, we're kind of focusing on more Christmas oriented ones. So Mm -hmm. um, go check it out and kind of be on the uh, on the up and up as to, you know, what we're going to be discussing. Do you do you have a movie that you've picked out already? I do not have a movie. I was going to let you pick this one since you absolutely despised my last choice and kind of <laughs> shit all over it. So I think you could pick this one. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll see what's I'll, I'll snoop around. I was going to say, I'll, I'll look into find. it, though. I'll look into it because there is There's one a I think that they have on Shutter that you really enjoy that we've both seen. But I this is one of the few movies that I can't fucking stand. And it's a Christmas horror movie, so we could do it. But <laughs> it would we'll make see. for good I'll, I'll, I'll look around and see what's yeah. on there. Um but yeah, that's really all I got. Any any last thoughts on anything we've discussed today? That's about it. Thanks for listening to that's us uh, ramble for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and in, in the middle we of December, listening to a horror nights podcast. Y'all are crazy. Hopefully. Alrighty, folks. Yeah. Well, if we do not talk to you again before, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz. But until next time, this is Nick. This is Jamie. Happy haunts. Cursed, cursed, turn it down.
know it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a tad of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.